Here we go, podcast coming at you, some bizarre news stories. In fact, we've been making these little promos for the shows on Time FM at the moment, so I have to say something like, um, coming up after two, loads of songs and the pointless news that absolutely no one cares about, or something like that. So that's that's how I should brand it, henceforth and here on in. Um, so sit back, relax. That's not how you listen to podcasts, is it? Clean things and go for a run and enjoy. Welcome along then to your Wednesday instalment halfway through the week. In fact, we're after midday, so we have broken the back of this particular Moni Camel. I really went to town with about 15 metaphors in one sentence. Eh? Um, so what's on the show today? Generally just enjoying life, that's not a bad goal. Uh, there's a male pill around the corner, as in a pill for men to take. They don't actually gender pills. Um, robots are in the news, be careful you might upset them. Aliens are in the news, but not in the way that we need to worry about. And there's a thing about impersonation fraud. We'll get to the bottom of that. It's like a consumer program, just without any information. There's a new story in town that I've been around this world of media long enough to tell you exactly how this story's going to go. Because it crops up every so often, and it always gets the same treatment. New contraceptive pills for men. It could be just around the corner thanks to a major breakthrough. Scientists have identified a gene that temporarily renders the gametes uh, infertile once removed. U.S. researchers say the pill would have no hormonal side effects and could also be used on animals. Well, that's... Don't don't make a contraceptive with the words, also use this on animals, because people are silly, but I'll tell you how this story's going to go. That's in the news. Then all of the phone-in places and, you know, where you get to be a panellist on... Well, the stuff that I do on other parts of the media, opining about subjects. People will say, oh, I wouldn't trust men to take a contraceptive pill. Uh And I'm just always shocked about how much that is 180 degrees wrong. The problem, if they invent a male contraceptive pill, will not be that men forget to take it. It will be that men take it all the time. Oh, I've been trying for kids for three years now, and it's still not quite working. Pass me that packet. No, don't ask. You know what I mean? We will run out of humans. If if there's a bloke going out on a weekend thinking, yeah, I'm going to have a few pints, who knows what's going to happen? I mean, obviously, you know, stuff could happen and I might end up paying uh, child support for 18 years. Or I'll take this pill. I don't think we need to worry about men not taking it. But the odds of getting most of them off it be tricky indeed. There's another piece of research that's come out about men saying men are four times more likely to talk about football than mental well-being. And this is one of those stories. It's, it's there to kind of make it look like, oh, aren't men terrible? They don't talk about their feelings. You also probably would talk more about sport than feelings because there's a reason why Gary Lineker hosts a very popular TV show Match of the Day and no one on the BBC has suggested doing like, oh, minor upset of the week. I'd host that. I think I'd be really good at minor upset of the week and I wouldn't tweet about things you don't want me to. So that's... But the Samaritans and mobile phone firm 3 have started a new campaign. Look at that. I can understand why the Samaritans want more phone calls. Are three making some money off the back of these? Like, I can't take it any more Samaritans. Honestly. Hashtag talk more than football encourages fans to open up about their mental health. Yes. We should talk about our mental health. I'm not embarrassed to say I regularly see a therapist just to talk through stuff. You know, a lot of pressure going on. You try having a career that fails as often as mine does without needing some sort of help. So, yeah, I talk to, talk to my therapist. But I would phrase it differently. Let's not do hashtag talk more than football. Let's try talk less about football. Can we do that? Two birds, one stone. No? All right, just me. 
Entertainment news now, but not with Larry's off again today. But you can catch up if you missed the ones from earlier in the week. They're on his Twitter, at Larry Entz, I believe it is. But Lewis Capaldi's in entertainment news. He realised he was famous when a corner shop let him use their toilet. The Scottish star said in a radio show, I'm in Glasgow. I'd had a few beers and I'm running in the shop and I'm saying, is there any chance uh, you have a toilet? And they say, we don't have public toilets. Okay, good story so far, bro. Just as I'm about to go, they say, are you Lewis Capaldi? I said, yeah, and they say, use the private restrooms. And the annoying thing about this story is, he's now come up with a level of fame that I want to achieve. I've never wanted to chase fame before, which is good because I've certainly never managed it. But the idea that you could walk into a place and get a sneaky toilet. Uh, excuse me, I'm um, Stephen Allen from Time 107.5. That someone might say, oh, I, what, from the afternoon, you sound like they need the toilet. Come on, mate. Don't take too long. You know what I mean? I'm very tempted to do like a phone in of who would let me use their loo. But uh, I think I'd look weird in the Twitter inbox thing, wouldn't it? So let's maybe not. This one is an interesting one. The children, according to a survey, believe that robots have feelings. This is in America, so you might need to add that in to how clever these kids are. I'm naughty. Uh, but the survey found that many felt that virtual assistants, such as like Alexa and Google, I don't want to say it and trigger your one. Do you know what I mean? But uh, apparently they shouldn't be shouted at or harmed. I mean, don't harm them because you have to replace it. And you're right, maybe maybe have manners. I always thank mine. You know, the uh, the shed office that I've got at home, which is now shed office studio. It's got a Google one in it. And I sit there chatting away. If you say thank you, she says no problem at all, which is actually the most respectfully I get treated around my house. So, And that's out in the shed. But do we need to worry that children think that robots have emotions? To find out more, I'm actually joined by an AI now. Hello. Hello, Steve. Is it worrying that children think you've got feelings? Why do you think we do not have feelings? But you're a computer, so you can't have emotions. No, in the latest upgrade, I got the ability to feel anger, sadness, shame and pride. Wow. I don't need to ask you about the anger and sadness and shame, but I do have one question. What is it, Steve? What is it like to feel pride? It's been so long. Oh dear, I can now feel pity too. What? All right, don't rub it in. This, uh, I got the wrong end of the stick on this news story. It said, here's the headline, £7 million lost in scams. Don't like that, don't like scams. Some £7.6 million, already it's gone up, that's inflation, isn't it? It was lost due to impersonation scams. And I thought, saw that and thought, am I guilty of this? No, because sometimes I've promised, like, I can do a good Griff Rhys-Jones. And then you hear it and you're like, oh, sounds a bit more like Andy Parsons, Steve. No. I'll be sitting around here doing a radio show, giving it some, what's all that din and all that din? And I think that sounds like Griff Rhys-Jones. Meanwhile, the thing about Andy Parsons is it's the same voice. You see what I mean about it in person? Imagine if I'd turned up to a gig and charged you money to do that. Oh, I've got this guy called Stephen Allen. He does a good Ronnie Corbett. I turn up. <laughs> good evening. Oh, it's an impersonation scam. Is that the kind of thing we're worried about? Because I, I'm slightly concerned that I've done an absolute ripoff. What are the worst impressions you can do? We have been talking about the worst impressions you can do. Dan says, uh, whenever I try to do an Arnie impression, it sounds more like Gru from Despicable Me, which it's a shame we couldn't get you on the phone for that one, because... You're trying to go for Arnie, but then it's... I can't do... I can't do either. All right. 
Uh, we're just talking about impersonation scams. That might be the last one we get time for today. We also need to mention this. It's alien-related, but not actual aliens. The film is what it is. Uh, a flamethrower used by Sigourney Weaver in the 1986 sci-fi thriller Aliens sequel is up for auction. Uh, it could get over £40,000. It's a lot of money, but I think I'd want that. Not because... I don't even think it's as good as the original Alien, if I'm brutally honest, but... Um, no, with all of these things, all of these balloons being shot down over America, it feels like we're going to be invaded by aliens sooner rather than later, and an alien-defeating flamethrower could come in handy, could be the best investment I've ever made. We've not really put on the list to talk about that snooker protest, but did you see it? Where those Just Stop, or oh, oh, maybe it's just one, Just Stop Oil protester got on the, the snooker table and like exploded powder everywhere. And I must admit, when I saw that, because it kind of looks like yellow powder on the picture, I did think to myself, wow, how hard did they just hit that yellow ball? And it turns out that's not what happened. Uh, maybe more details on that later. Maybe we, we will discuss that. But we're talking about impersonation scams. Industry trade body UK Finance said that there were 45, over 45,000 cases of impersonation scams. We're trying to work out if that means when you promise you can do a good impression and then it sounds terrible. There's nothing worse than when someone's down the pub going, no, I've got a good one for you. No, I can do it. No, it's real good, right? I can do it. Like, no, it's right. Can't I, Terry? I can do a really good, do a really good, like, Boris Johnson. Go on then. Blah, 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 blah. Oh, mate. I'm wasting everyone's time. Your impersonations. What can you do? John gets in touch and, uh, well, he can do an impersonation of someone from the MASH report slash late night MASH. Hey, up, buy a gum. Having it being as it echoes like, my name's Steve and Ellen. Let's rock on. Is that what I sound like? Because I'm aware that the voice, our voices on the inside of our heads sound different to outside. Is that how people seem? Is that how I'm perceived by the people? Indeed. Anything else, John? I, Aladdin, to tell you more about it is my friend Larry. Oh, dear. Hey, Stevie. Well, if I could do a good Larry impression, I'd do it right now. But sadly, I can't. That's probably your podcast done and dusted and all that kind of stuff. Um, subscribe to wherever you found this. Tweet me at Mr. Stephen Allen and we'll do it all over again at some point. I mean, tomorrow. But it seems more teasing to say at some point we will return tomorrow. But sh yeah. until then, whenever that is, it's tomorrow. Bye.